A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Rajeem, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. I take refuge in Allah from the evil of Shaitan, and I begin in the name of Allah, the most merciful and the most beneficent. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. May the peace and blessings of Allah be showered on you. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ali Sayyidina Muhammad. O oh Allah, shower blessings and peace upon Muhammad, our master, and upon the family of Muhammad. Allahumma barik ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad. O oh Allah, shower your grace upon our master Muhammad and upon the family of Muhammad. Rabbish rahli sadri wa yassirli amri wahlul uqtatam min lisani yafqahu qawli. O my Lord, open for me my chest. Ease my task for me and remove the impediment from my speech so that they may understand what I say. Did you know that you come equipped with a built-in GPS system embedded in your DNA? I call it God Protection Service. You may know it as Allah, intuition, or your instinct. It's a divine connection we each have within ourselves, with our creator Allah. When I was 16 years old, the first man I ever loved died in my arms. He was my father. I remember feeling so alone, confused, and abandoned. Six years later, I fell in love with another man and got married. And then 17 years later, that man walked out of my life, and the only identity I knew went with him. My sense of self ceased to exist. Once again, I felt broken and my world was shattered. The trauma of abandonment came flooding back. It was, like, it was like I couldn't breathe, like I was falling into a gaping hole. And later on, I would relate it to my understanding of the birth process for a newborn as the newborn leaves the comfort, mercy, and warmth of the womb. Except for me this time, I now had three children who were relying on me to be present for them. I was so wrapped up in him, and I completely defined myself through that relationship with him. Raise your hand if you've ever felt like you lost yourself in someone else. Yeah, a lot of us have. I, I felt like I had nowhere else to turn. I was devastated, nervous, uncertain, shaking legs, and the only thing I can do was to desperately latch on to the only source that I knew would never leave me. I immersed myself in cultivating my relationship with Allah, my protector, my provider, my sustainer, my maintainer, my everything. And then something inside of me shifted as I began my love affair with our creator. I found peace and contentment and inspiration and hope through that relationship. And that also began my journey of my spiritual and emotional rebirth, of creating my own identity on a foundation of self-love, self-kindness, acceptance, respect, and compassion. Because I am already honored and validated and dignified as a creation and a servant of Allah just as each of you are. Allah tells us in the Qur'an, 
Chapter 17, verse 70. Certainly we gave dignity to the children of Adam and carried them over land and sea and provided them with all the good things and given them an advantage over many of those we have created with a complete preference. In chapter 15, verse 28 and 29, when your Lord said to the angels, indeed, I am going to create a human out of a dry clay, drawn from aging mud. So when I have proportioned him and breathe into him of my spirit, then fall down in prostration before him. Allah already loves and believes in us as his awesome, magnificent creation. And as I was going through my rebirth, I had no idea that I had layers of toxic behavior patterns and negative ingrained beliefs, which manifested through negative self-talk and self-loathing. You know, things that I would say to myself were that I'm not good enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not smart enough. I would compare myself to people around me and say, oh, well, she can do this, but I can't. And I would say to myself, you know, that this achievement is possible for her, but not for me. And I had so much self-criticism, I would say the word should a lot. And that is a form of judgment and oppression. I should, oh, I should have done this, or I should have said that, or I didn't do this. And I would constantly criticize myself. You know, I was really good at throwing myself a pity party and just becoming the victim. I had absolutely no boundaries in any of my relationships due to the lack of respect and value for myself. I was really good at people-pleasing and being the nice person. I, I also criticized myself about my body image and my performance. I was able to be kind and compassionate and forgiving with everyone else around me, but I was never able to offer that to myself. I had no idea at that time about what self-love was. I only knew self-loathing. And I lived in lack and in fear. Through my strengthened connection with my never-ending source, all the resources that I needed for healing, growth, and my development effortlessly flowed into my life. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran, in chapter 11, verse 88, and my success is not but through Allah, Upon Allah I have relied, and to Allah I return. And in chapter 13, verse 11, For each one are successive angels before and behind him, who protect him by the decree of Allah. Indeed, Allah will not change the condition of a people until they change what is in themselves. And when Allah intends for a people ill, there is no repelling it, and there is not for them for them, besides Allah, any patron. My husband was one of the best gifts that I was gifted. He was exactly what I needed when I needed it. After my father died, I had this, I was searching, I had this void, and I, I was searching for another man to fill that void for me, to validate me, to dignify me, to give me permission to be. So to make me feel like I matter, to make me feel like I was worthy of love and important enough for somebody to love me and value me unconditionally. Actually, I was searching for all of this even before my father died, and I was heading down a path of self-destruction and self-sabotage. I was searching in the wrong place, and this was a divine intervention for me. My marriage and my husband both saved me and protected me from myself during that time in my life.
After 17 years in my marriage, I found myself dishonoring my values and compromising my values. I was willing to sell my soul to stay safe and secure in that marriage. My unexpected divorce was also another divine gift that once again saved me from myself. You see, safety and security only comes from Allah. Nobody, no human can fulfill all your needs. My marriage and my divorce were both divine gifts. And I had realized that I was worshiping the gifts rather than the gifter. Codependency is a form of shirk, which is associating partners with Allah, whether it be in a relationship with another person, or whether it be your work, or whether it be money. It could come in all forms. And this is something that Allah does not forgive. And it really hurts us, His creation, Allah's creation. It hurts us so much. And Allah does not want to see us in pain. He does not want to see us suffer. And Islam teaches us that our heart was designed to be connected to Allah and reliant on Allah and Allah alone. Any other way causes hurt, pain, anguish, and disappointment because no human being can fulfill your needs the way Allah unconditionally can. No one and nothing is designed to give you permission to be except Allah and yourself. And that permission and that validation comes from your connection to the divine creator, Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran in chapter 26, verse 88, the day when neither wealth nor sons will be of any use to anyone except to him who will come to Allah with a secure, sound heart. So how do we attain a secure, sound heart? Only through connection and attachment of our heart to its creator. The heart was designed for connection with Allah, and not only is it the central part of our body, but it's also the central part of our soul. And I realized that the more needy and dependent I became on someone else, the more painstakingly I had to chase them to fulfill my needs. And the more dependent I became on Allah, the more my needs were taken care of. Allah loves for us to be desperately in need of him, to seek him out for any of our needs. And the reality is, is that when we are dependent and needy of people, they become annoyed with us and we almost become like a burden. Whereas for Allah, this is what brings us closer to Allah. And having this insight, I realized that it totally altered my path that I was on in life, and it set me up on a trajectory to reach and express my full potential. And on this newfound path, I was able to find the never-ending source directly inside of me that I had been searching for since my early teens. It's the spiritual connection that each human being has to our creator. It's part of our composition, it's in our DNA. It's a natural GPS that guides us through our life. It's, it's connected to our intuition and our insight and our wisdom that only comes from Allah, whether we acknowledge it or not. And it's expressed through self-love, respect, honor, and dignity, which comes through self-discovery, really knowing yourself. It's in here, in your heart, and up here with your quiet mind. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran in chapter 93, verse 7, and God found you lost and guided you. And in chapter 2, verse 269, God gives wisdom to whom God wills. And whoever has been given wisdom has certainly been given much good. And none will remember except those of understanding. I think about how this evolution has changed the whole trajectory of my path and how I was living in lack and in fear. And today I'm able to, alhamdulillah, live in possibility in fear, with fearless confidence. I know that I can do anything that I want. And my gold standard is, am I pleasing, am I doing what's pleasing to Allah? That's the only thing I need to think about. I don't have to worry about who's thinking what, how are they going to respond, how are they going to feel. My gold standard is, am I doing what is pleasing to Allah? And that opens, the sky's the limit to do anything that you want. I wanted to leave you with knowing and believing that you are perfect just the way you are right here, right now in this moment with all your human flaws, simply because you breathe. You and I, we exist for a purpose. We have built inside of us our own GPS, our God protection service, to guide us and to give us the answers for our own life. You don't have to look outside of yourself for your answers. So you can give yourself permission to be, to be your authentic, true self. Because the world needs you to show up. The world needs me to show up. And Allah expects us to show up as the masterpiece that Allah created to fulfill our purpose. To show up with our wisdom, our intuition, our intelligence that we were created with. And trusting yourself. You were born for this. So I invite you to ask yourself, what is your purpose? And if you don't know or you're not sure, it's okay. I invite you to ask yourself, what is your end goal? As Muslims, we know that our end goal is not YOLO. We know that we're here and we are striving to get back home from where we came, to heaven, to Jannah. And we also know as Muslims that this world is temporary, a transition period for us. And what we do here in these 50, 60, 80, or however many years you're blessed to live, determines our eternal fate, of course, with Allah's mercy. So there are six phases our soul goes through. And our soul never dies, it always lives. And it started out in heaven where Allah created us and where we lived until we were sent into our mother's womb for the next phase at four months of gestation. And then after that, the third phase is our birth process and living here on earth as we all are right now. And after that, the next phase is when we die in the grave. After that, the next phase is on the day of judgment, where each of us will have to account for ourselves and how we spent our time here. And the last and final phase is back home to Jannah, inshallah, for eternity. Say ameen. Ameen. So this really helps to put things into perspective. Right? to keep our eye on the prize, to think long-term. So ask yourself, what is it that you need to satisfy your end goal? Because we are not lost souls wandering aimlessly. 
we belong to Allah and we are connected to Allah. And we are all going back to Allah from where we came, whether we acknowledge it or not. And our two most important relationships that you'll ever have is with Allah and with yourself. The two most important conversations that you need to have every single day is with Allah and with yourself. And I don't mean looking in the mirror and say, okay, well, I'm going to talk to myself right now. You know, I'm going to do this, this, and this. Okay, I have, to, I have to go here, and this has to get done. I don't mean that type of talk. I mean, what is the inner dialogue that's happening up here? The chatter that's going on up here? How you talk to yourself based on how you view yourself, how you value yourself. So tap into that GPS, your never-ending source. And that source is available to each and every human being. It's inside of yourself, and you don't need to look outside for it. And this fosters tawakkal and yaqeen. So tawakkal is, means that you are relying on Allah as your ultimate source. And yaqeen means that you're certain that Allah has your back. And, you know, people will let us down, but Allah will never let you down. And tawakkal and yaqeen really help to build Developing those characteristics really help to build an understanding that nothing can happen to you, whether good or bad, unless Allah wills it. And there's a lot of freedom from feeling stuck out of fear or sadness or loneliness when we rely on Allah. We're able to perform great acts of courage and have resilience and live in possibility because you can sense that Allah really has your back. And in a hadith that was said by the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, that was narrated by Sahih Muslim, the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, said, Amazing is the affair of the believer. This is because there is good for him in every matter. And this is not the case with anyone other than the believer. When he is in a state of happiness, he is thankful to Allah. And within that, there is good for him. And if he is harmed, then he keeps to being patient, and thus there is good for him in that. My message to you, my beautiful sisters, is you have everything that you need. All you need is your connection to Allah, your GPS. So go with that, my dear sisters. You have everything you need right here within. Asalaamu Alaikum.